Welcome back to Take Us McGinnis Elder Care Law Hour, where we explore the many issues that do to aging, unexpected is the disability, and long life. I'm your co-host, Tim Takis. Today we're discussing resources for the under-resourced senior. I'm Barbara McGinnis. And what if you're at home and you need help paying for care, or if it's time to move into a long-term care facility, but you don't have the resources to pay for that, what are your options? With us today is attorney Chris Coleman from the Tennessee Justice Center, and you're gonna tell us more about what's available for these folks. Welcome. Thank you. I think this is your second time to be on the show, but we yeah. always learn yeah, stuff from back. you. Thank you. You may wanna just remind people, what is the Tennessee Justice Center? What do you do? Um, we are a nonprofit law firm that uh, was founded in 1996 to help when uh, the basic necessities of life are at stake for people. So something like how can a low-income senior find help, uh, care around their house, or mm -hmm. if they need meals or things like that. So uh, we help on both Medicaid and long-term care in Medicaid and on food, the food stamp program as well. Oh. Right. And I know you were here when Caitlin was talking about <coughs> CTNM and, and uh, 54 Gretchen was here. Those are those sounds like programs for people who are be are able to live at home somewhat safely or independently. But what about the senior that can't live at home safely and independently and has no money or very little money? What are their options? What government options are available? Um, there are through the Medicaid program, which right. in Tennessee we call Ten Care. Yeah. Um, there are some services available just for people who can get on Ten Care. But if they need a little more help than that, there is something called the Choices Program. Okay. And uh, Choices provides uh, help, in-home help or nursing facility uh, payment for people who can't otherwise afford it. Mm -hmm. So Medicaid, TenCare, and Choices are really the same thing when we're talking about care at home for, for seniors. Right, Choices is the TenCare Medicaid program that provides care, long-term care for people. Yeah, I know the way, way we put it is 10 care choices in long-term services and supports, which is the, I guess that's the official name. That's, that's right. a real mouthful, yeah. right? So we just call it choices. Choices, mm -hmm. choices uh, at home, choices in a nursing facility, well, I guess is really yeah. what it would right. be for us, so. But who qualifies for choices? Um, well, there are three groups in choices. Uh, choices group one, choices group two, choices group three. So they made that easy. Um, Choices Group 1 and Choices Group 2 are for people who have their physical problems are enough to qualify them for a nursing home. Um, choices Group 1 is if they need to be in a nursing home. Mm -hmm. Choices Group 2 is for people who would physically qualify for a nursing home but can safely be kept at home for less money than it would cost to put them in a nursing home. So they can get uh, an, the array of services and supports that they would get in a nursing home except they can stay home. in their own home. Mm -hmm. Choices Group 3 is a slightly more limited program. It's for people who are at risk of going into a nursing home. Um, but this program, you have, to, you have to be receiving supplemental security income, mm -hmm. so SSI. SSI yeah. um, and that program, the, the cost of the services is capped at $15,000. So $15,000 a year. A year. Right, which when you're talking like, about like whoopee, right. yeah, yeah. home-based services, that's not a whole lot. Uh -huh. But for people yeah. who do need just a little extra help around the house mm -hmm. and that might keep them out of a nursing home mm -hmm. longer, mm -hmm. um, that's the program. Do for you them. still need, for the Choices 3 program, do you still need to basically meet the criteria of needing nursing home care? 
Now, you just, so all of these, the physical criteria are all based on what are called activities of daily living. Mm -hmm. And these include things like eating, toileting, transfer, uh, getting up out of, the, uh, out of bed or from a couch mm -hmm. to a chair, um, self-administration of medication, things mm -hmm. like that. So, but, but not dressing and bathing is not what I Not dressing and bathing, yes. Yeah, because all of our viewers are going, well, what about? Mm -hmm. yeah, not yeah. dressing and bathing. So if you can't bathe yourself, you don't qualify. Right. right. But, uh, and there's a complicated scoring system for mm -hmm. how you qualify. For cho Choices Group 3, the smaller, more mm -hmm. limited program, you just have to show that you have, you need substantial assistance with one activity of daily living. Gotcha. Um, so let's say you can't uh, self-administer your medication. You have some kind of eye drops or something that mm -hmm. you can't mm -hmm. do on your own. Uh, you could qualify for Choices Group 3 if you are on SSI mm -hmm. and then have somebody who can come by once a day to check and make sure you've taken your meds and are able to administer right. them, things like that. And that's the $15,000 a year program. Right. So maybe that's a good option for some of, so there's a, some cohort out there that really can benefit from that. Yes, I think you so. Know, I don't mean to be, right. when it we is. say it's not very much money, certainly it's not, but at the same time it, it's a life, it can be a lifeline for a lot of people. Right, and it used to be open, it used to be a very important way for people who, uh, everyone on SSI automatically gets 10 care. It's mm -hmm. your basic health insurance, TenCare. TenCare mm -hmm. um, then closed that. They, now it's everybody on SSI uh, who can get in Choices Group 3. Before, you didn't have to be on SSI, so people right. who didn't have access to TenCare at all, mm -hmm. didn't have health insurance, if they qualified for Choices Group 3, they could get both the $15,000 of services plus, plus full TenCare benefits. So is there a financial eligibility criteria for Choices? There is. Um, so when you're looking at financial criteria, you look at two different things. You look at income and resources. Mm -hmm. So income is what you get paid every month. Resources are what you might have in the bank. Um, for income, for choices, it is $2,250 a month. Mm -hmm. So anyone with income below that qualifies mm -hmm. for the program. Um, and the resources are, for an individual, it's $2,000 excluding their home and one car. For people who are slightly over that income limit, there's something called a qualified income trust that people can create. It's fairly simple to do, mm -hmm. um, and they can put anything over income in yeah. this trust and use it for certain medical expenses. Yeah, we get from time to time people call it a Miller's trust. A Miller's trust yeah. or a special needs trust. I mean, there's lots yeah, of there's lots of lots of little words for it. Right. Mm -hmm. But what kind of home services are provided under the Choices Program, <coughs> Group Two? Um, there's a pretty broad array of services. So there are uh, personal care visits, which are less than four hour visits by somebody to come help around the house. And there are, for people who need more than that, there's what's called attendant care. So if you need somebody around for eight hours a day or something like that, you can get attendant care services. That, those are people just to help around the house, make sure they stay safe, mm -hmm. um, help with activities of daily living. Uh, but there's also things like home delivered meals, uh, personal emergency response system. So for people who might worry that they're gonna fall, mm -hmm. they can have a, a button that they mm -hmm. wear. Yeah. Right. Um, there's adult daycare that's also funded. I think we heard a few minutes ago yeah. some about yeah. adult yeah. daycare. Um, there is respite care, both in-home respite and, and uh, inpatient respite, where if there's a home caregiver, some yeah. other member of the family who lives with them and they just need a break because mm -hmm. they've been working for a long time and mm -hmm. um, you can get somebody to take care of mom while 
you get a break. Right. Yeah. Um, you can get assistive technology, minor home modifications, and pest control. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's quite a bit, actually, when you think about it. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's and, and there's a certain number of hours, I guess, of attendant care. I, my understanding is 30 to 35 hours a week. Is that kind of right? I think that's seen? generally the case. Yeah. Um, kind of like a maximum level. Right. Yeah. There are we always say up to 30 to 35 mm -hmm. hours. Right. Mm -hmm. And and of course that. Um, the MCOs that manage the the choices program, they they have the ability to exceed that if it's still cost effective for them to do that. Right. Um, you know, we want people who can to be able to stay in their homes as long as they can. So Absolutely. sometimes M MCOs will do things that are called a least costly adequate alternative or things yeah. like that to yeah. allow. So how do I how do I sign up for this? Uh, there's two different ways, and it depends on if you are already on Ten Care or not. Um, if you're not on TenCare, then the first thing you do is call uh, the Triple the A, Area yeah. Agency on Aging and Disability, and that would be the Greater Nashville Regional Council here in the, in here, the metro yes, area. That's right. Yeah. Um, you would call them, and they would send someone out to conduct the pre-admission evaluation, mm -hmm. the the, s the physical mm -hmm. uh, assessment to see if you right. qualify for the program. Right. And then there's also a financial application. Yeah. And we actually have someone coming in from AAD here, I right. Think, right after you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, if you're already on TenCare, you can just call your TenCare MCO, which might be Blue Care, mm -hmm. United Healthcare, or AmeriGroup, and they can. Right set up the pre-admission evaluation. Okay. Well, we've got just a moment or two left and you're going to you're coming back for our next segment, I believe. Yes, so you're yes. going to be I am. You're yes. going to be coming I am. back. Yes. So, when we get to our next segment, we're going to be talking, we're going to continue our conversation with Chris Coleman of the Tennessee Justice Center. Uh, we'll be talking about uh, prescription medications and how those are paid for and some other programs. So, stay with us. Mm -hmm. 